Welcome to this week's edition of An Hour of Your Life. My name is Kim. And I am Steve. Why do you start talking so early? Because I don't want it to go on too long with just music. Kim, did you know that the reason they stick the swab so far up your nose when they test for the COVID is because they are really actually putting the chip up there, up in your brain, so you can be tracked? I was unaware, but thank you for enlightening me. Okay. So we are... Guess um, what this show's about. We're, we're back to coronavirus this week, but, uh, you know, we've had a couple of pretty heavy episodes lately, so we thought we might want to do something a little more lighthearted, a little more fun. Um, we think it's lighthearted and fun. Some people might get mad at us for it, but... Uh, I don't think we've made any secret of where we stand on conspiracy theories on this show. So uh, this week we're going to be talking about um, conspiracy theories again, but specifically coronavirus conspiracy theories. Kim, did you know Oh no, here's another one. 3G was introduced in 2003, and this relates. In 2003, 3G was introduced. That was the same year of the SARS outbreak. Ooh. 4G <laughs> was introduced in 2009, the same year that the Heine, oh, the I swine flu that. outbreak came out. It was horrible. 5G was introduced in 2020, the same year as the coronavirus outbreak, which you're going to talk about in detail. I here in a am going to talk about because I, I don't think a lot of people really, I didn't really understand um, any of the G's. Five or otherwise, so we're gonna t- we're gonna talk about that. I'm gonna teach you some things. But we're also gonna talk some more of those way out there conspiracy theories as related there, to the coronavirus. There are some pretty wacky okay. ones. Okay, so just to put a little disclaimer out here, this show <laughs> is not about those who believe that their civil liber- civil liberties are being suspended or taken away. It's not about that, so don't go there. Yeah, there's good debate material with that. But that would be another episode completely. One not- that we are not going to do because it is extremely inflammatory uh, because and feelings run high on both sides. Yeah. I've done some research on this, but I'm not going there. But I will say that people might be surprised when they find out how early in American history the government has ordered quarantines and who ordered them. And I just say the powers of the federal government and states enacting quarantines are it goes, there. It goes back a ways. It, it goes back a long way. So we're going to... Back, back to our founding fathers, but we're not going to go there. But what we are going to say, what do we always say on our show? Do your research. And educate yourself. So if you want to if you want to be educated, then go look up quarantine history in America. This show is not about when businesses should open and the economics of shutting down the country or the world if you happen to be listening to us someplace else. We are not economists. I will say on this topic, the stay-at-home orders have not been applied consistently on which businesses are essential and which aren't. But then I will go ahead and say that each state has its own rules, and so it's kind of like the governor of each state. Right. You know, you would hope that within the states, within your state, it's being applied consistently. Uh, And it seems like they have been here in Ohio, but again... Every state has different rules because every governor is able Hazard. to decide for themselves. So this episode, that's why. this episode isn't about the science or the epidemiology of 
viruses. <clears throat> if you are interested in that, um, I would encourage you to check out a show called This Podcast Could Kill You. Uh, it is to actual epidemiologists, epidemiologists. Yeah, those guys. Um, yeah, that are way smarter than we are about this stuff. And they have guest epidemiologists. Oh, God, I can't say that word. Epidemiologists on their show. They have you're several. The, you're the English major, I know, not right? me. Uh, this is a science term. Um, they have several episodes on coronavirus. So uh, it's called This Podcast Could, I think it's Could Kill You or or Would Kill You or Will Kill You. Something um, about po- a podcast that kills you. It's really good. Check okay. it out. But what this episode is about is about the crazy theories, the conspiracy theories that are making the rounds out there. All you need to do is Google <laughs> this. Oh, up. man. It is. <laughs> Google, Google it up on the internet. It's a gold mine out there. Yeah. And. Follow the memes. Yeah, they're right. crazy. Yeah. Now I can't promise that I'm not going to rant during this episode a little bit. Rant away. It's that. It's that kind of a show. This. But there week. we go. The granddaddy of them all right now seems to be the the, the big dog five G so virus. Kim has done some research on this one. So Kim, take it away with five G okay, so- and how they are implanting coronavirus in us. <laughs> Through the cell towers. Okay, so a lot of this is taken verbatim from um, a really good article on Vox.com. They have quite a few articles about 5G. So the theory is that the virus, the coronavirus... Let me be clear. 5G is what our cell phones are operating off of, right? Yes. Okay. So the, the coronavirus theory says that the, it's linked to 5G cell towers. Um, depending on, there are different versions of this theory. Sometimes the 5G causes the virus via radiation, and sometimes the virus is a cover-up for the installation of the 5G towers. So there are a couple theories. They hmm. both circulate around 5G. So I've like got I, questions, but I'm going to wait. Okay, so like I said, I am I am probably the least tech savvy podcaster in the world. Uh, so I, I don't understand all of the G's and the, the cell towers and all of that. So I went looking for some information. Okay. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. Okay. So basically 5G for dummies. Um, this, like I said, this is all taken directly from, uh, an article on vox.com. Um, it's really good content. I didn't even want to change any of it because they did such a great job. All right, so the G in 5G stands for generation. Wireless phone technology technically started with 1G. In the early 90s, it expanded to 2G, so the second generation, when companies first started enabling people to send text messages between two cellular devices. All right, you with me so far? I'm there. Okay. Eventually, the world moved on to 3G. SARS. SARS. And 3G gave people the ability to make phone calls, send text messages, and browse the internet. So up to, you know, 1G was just, you can make wireless phone calls. And that is when I lost my wife. (laughs) (laughs) 1G was the old school bag phone. You can make phone calls. 2G, you can start texting. 3G, this is where you lost your wife. 3G, yeah. 3G, you can make phone calls, send text messages, and browse the internet. 4G. The Heine. The Heine. H1N1. H1N1. SARS. Swine flu. Swine flu. Sorry, yeah. SARS was 3G. 
4G enhanced a lot of the capabilities that were made possible with 3G. So now people could browse the web, send text messages, make phone calls, and 4G, they could even download and upload large video files without issues. YouTube. Is that when YouTube really became yeah, popular? Yeah, 4G on cell phones basically start thinking that's streaming. Okay. Yep. So then companies added LTE, which is short for long-term evolution to 4G connectivity. LTE became the fastest and most consistent variety of 4G compared to competing technologies like WiMAX. Because I remember seeing on my phone when these little things started Mm -hmm. popping up up there. Okay. Yep. So WiMAX and LTE, it's similar to the difference between Blu-ray and HD DVDs. Both technologies achieve similar outcomes, but it was important to create a standard for everyone to use. Because. I don't ever remember WiMAX. Was that a European thing? No. LTE made the standard, created the standard, and it made 4G even faster. So WiMAX couldn't keep up, and they just kind of phased out. Hmm. So they they were kind of a flash in the pan, kind of like Blu-ray and HD DVDs, kind of. You know what I mean? Like it was, they were a flash in the pan, and then LTE came along and made it, was even better. Now, 5G will build on the foundation created by 4G LTE. 5G is going to allow people to send texts, make calls, browse the web like they always could, but it's also going to dramatically increase the speed at which data is transferred across the network. So 5G, you will be able to download and upload ultra HD and 3D video. Well, we're there. We're using 5G right now. Uh, are we? I don't yeah. know. Okay. On your cell phone? I think. I don't know. My cell phone's not that good, but um, it'll also make room for the thousands of internet connected devices entering our everyday world. So just imagine upgrading your data connection from a garden hose to a fire hose. It's got to be there because that's how they're infecting us with coronavirus. Oh my gosh, stop. So the it's, it's like going from a garden hose to a fire hose. Um, so 1G was cell phones. 2G cell phones and text, 3G, cell phones, text, internet, 4G, cell phones, text, internet, streaming, 5G, cell phones, text, internet, streaming, faster, and 3D and ultra high definition. So back when, I got to have a flashback here, back when texting first came out, what they call it, where you had like the key. T9. T9, yeah, where you like A, B, and C, and you had to push it. If you want to see it, push it three times. Yep. Yeah, okay. And then we got 2G, and we didn't have to do that anymore? No, that was 2G. We got 3G, and you didn't have to do that anymore. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, so that's what 5G is. When you say it like that, it's not so scary. I really think that all of this is just based on misunderstanding. Like, the fear is, you fear what you don't understand. And I think that's where the root of this comes from, is people don't understand what 5G technology is. So Apparently, well, no, apparently it isn't, because we were infecting people with 2G, or with 3G. (laughs) No, we were So go ahead. Okay, so the theory is a little more in-depth. The, the biggest claim is that Wuhan in China was the, was the origin of the new 5G technology, as well as, we, we know, the origin of the new virus. So there must be a link, right? 
Yeah, it's got to be. Because the 5G started there and the virus started there. Actually, that's wrong. Uh, no. That's it wrong. It can't be. It is. They Hold both on. started there. Uh, but did they? Okay, and then a partner claim that I love this partner claim because this is a really good, um, this is like one of those meaty conspiracy theories. Bill Gates invented the coronavirus to cover up the installation of 5G towers and simultaneously to make a profit off of selling the vaccine, which he also created and which will be available after the completion of sufficient tower installation. Okay. Now I have my theory on this one. Okay. Okay. So what was the the show that came out right when this started really hitting here in the United States? The Tiger King. Right? Oh, yes. Okay. okay. And now what do they say they're going to do? Uh, there is a new episode out, I think. Did yes. it come out already? Okay, and here's my, here's it. here's my conspiracy theory. As soon that. as they release Tiger King two, I think we talked about this. As soon as they release yeah. Tiger King two, and they've made all the money off of it, this whole thing is going away. This is all a conspiracy by the Tiger King and what's her name? Just Carol to make, Baskin. She killed her husband. You know, j- just to make money off this. All right. Anyway, back to reality. The facts. Reality. Yeah. The facts are that using your phone relies on radio waves, which are on the low end of the electromagnetic spectrum, and as such produce non-ionizing radiation. What's that mean, Kim? <laughs> that, means, <laughs> that means that the, the waves, the radio waves that your cell phone uses, it won't damage the DNA in your cell tissue. It, it doesn't cause cancer. That's been verified by... A very fancy-sounding organization called the International Commission on Non-Ionizing Radiation Protection. But why do we trust them? It sounds like a government organization, and um, we shouldn't trust any of that. I don't think they actually are government. I don't think they are government. They're getting money from um, the government. They might be. They're essentially an organization that keeps an eye on dangerous radiation Or they're sponsored by Bill Gates. It could be. Yeah. Um, but they, they cover keep, this up. They keep an eye on dangerous radiation possibilities. So... Um, I said that Wuhan was was the why do you always do that? Wuhan was the first city to roll out 5G, and it was the first city that had the coronavirus. So the two must be linked. Actually, Wuhan was one of many cities to pilot 5G, and there is zero evidence to support the claim that they were the very first. But someone believes this because they had time and they. Thought this up in their mind. Yeah, that's true. Because two plus two doesn't always equal four. four right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, and, and you can also debunk that theory by saying coronavirus is spreading rapidly through countries with no 5G coverage at all. Like yeah. Iran, for example, has z- no 5G towers whatsoever and they're not doing great with coronavirus at all. Yeah. Now, back to that two plus two equals four. The twins. <laughs> Can add two plus two and get four. Yes, they can. They can also subtract now. Yes, they can. Okay. Uh, they're very smart, thanks to their grandma. Anyway, um, another uh, f- other fact, uh, and this is this is really, um, this is where we're gonna not be funny for a minute, uh, because in reality, in the UK, several towers were burned down. Because people believed this 5G coronavirus thing. And, but the thing is, a lot of the towers that they burned down were not even 5G cell towers. Ooh. 
one of the cell towers that they burned down was providing coverage for a coronavirus emergency hospital. So then communication from that hospital shut down. I'm going to talk a little bit after you're done. I'm going to get into the dangers of these conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's absolutely one of them because they put all of the people in that hospital at risk burning down a tower that wasn't even a 5G tower. They thought they were doing good and they were just... They thought they were doing good. They thought they were doing the right thing, but they actually ended up harming the very people that they thought they were trying to protect. Um, Okay, now this is interesting. Bill Gates actually is funding vaccine. Yes, he actually is funding vaccine candidates. The rich guy is. Yes, so there is a nugget of truth, um, which to me, those are the best conspiracy theories are the ones that contain little nuggets, little grains of truth sprinkled throughout. Um, Specifically, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is assisting in the facilitation of building seven factories to mass produce the most likely vaccine to work. And they are doing this. um, And obviously, there has to be something bad attached to this. It couldn't be just Bill Gates is spending (laughs) some of his billions of dollars to Um, be a what they call philanthropist. Philanthropist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the Gates Foundation does a lot of philanthropic work, uh, most notably with kids. It seems like they have a, a scholarship foundation. They give millions of dollars in scholarships every year. Um, and Bill Gates, this is this is such a Bill Gates quote that like I can't even wrap my mind around saying something like this. Uh, these factories to mass produce the most likely vaccines to work. So we don't even know that these vaccines are going to work. Bill Gates has put together a team of um, scientists to come up with the seven most likely vaccinations that are going to fight coronavirus. And they're going to start manufacturing those seven. And he said, they're going to be testing as they manufacture. Eventually he said, we're going to come down to one or two. That'll be most likely to work. So those other five, they will have wasted Billions of dollars basically chasing uh, cures or vaccinations that don't work. But in, as Bill Gates put it, and this is a direct quote, a few billion in this, the situation we're in where there's trillions of dollars being lost economically is worth it. We can get that bootstrapped and get it going and save months because every month counts. So Bill Gates is like, we're going to, just blow billions of dollars researching vaccines that are not going to work, but it's worth it. Yeah. Now, obviously, I I can see things coming out of this, and I've already seen some memes. Mm. I mean, tying Bill Gates to Big Pharma, Mm -hmm. and it's there's got to be some nefarious plot to this. It can't. It just can't be that nobody is that altruistic. Yeah, nobody's that nice and willing to do good things for people. Okay. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. There's got to be something more behind it. And I am eagerly waiting (laughs) to see the memes and the conspiracy theories pop up over this. So one other thing about this Bill Gates thing, and then I'll let you get on to the the next little bit. Um, The reason why Bill Gates is funding all of this, I'm sure people are going, well, why is, why is a private citizen doing this and not the government? Um, And he has been very forthright about that as well. Bill Gates recognizes that the government works slowly. Uh, I mean, anybody who's trying to collect unemployment right now will tell you that. 
There is lots of red tape. There, it, The government is not a fast-moving machine. If you own the company, you can cut the red tape. Exactly. So he can mobilize and build and start working on vaccines much faster than what the government can. Um, and he is not... I don't think that he is attempting to make money off of this at all. He just doesn't want people to die because if people die, then they're not going to consume his products anymore. I mean, I'm sure that's not why he's doing it, but... <laughs> But yeah. hey, like I said, it can't be because he's just a good a good guy trying to do this. Yeah. Okay. All right, what do you, what do you got? Okay, what what else could be tied to this to the five G towers? If you did, you see anything that it's the uh, if we're going to go down that rabbit hole that AT and T or uh, Sprint or Vectron. Vectron Vectron is the cast company. You mean um, Verizon? Verizon. <laughs> Yeah, Vectron's the gas company. Oh, Vectron's their gas <laughs> company. Okay, Verizon, that's what I mean. Yeah. Did are, I see are, anything about yeah. them specifically? Yeah. No. They're not, not making they're not making money off this somehow. Um, the only thing that I mean I they're using saw, their towers. The only thing that I saw specifically was that um I think it was ATT. Uh somebody they were trying to install cable in Paris or somewhere, somewhere in France, and some lady like got aggressive with their cable installer. Like he wasn't even putting in a 5G tower. He was just trying to install cable for somebody. And she got real aggressive with him and like got in his face. There are dangers <laughs> to I'm these conspiracy you. theories. And that's why, okay. <laughs> One too many quarantinis and you're getting in the cable guy's business. Okay. let's. You ready to move on to another uh, conspiracy theory here? I'm, I'm very ready. Um, and, and these are all... So Steve was kind of tasked with... Um, I He was gracious enough to let me take the big one. And then he was kind of tasked with finding some of the smaller, more fringy uh, conspiracy theories. Did you know that it was the U.S. military that brought the virus to China? I did now, not... Now, how does that relate to 5G? Um. I don't know, but this is eerily reminiscent of the Spanish influenza. Because wasn't that one of the theories is that a guy from America brought it to Spain? Yeah. Okay, so the Chinese government has responded this to the anti-China theories with a conspiracy theory of their own that seeks to turn the blame back around the United States. Of course they did. The idea was spread initially by the Chinese foreign minister ministry uh, spokesman... I'm going to go with Zhao Lijian. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going with. Okay, who tweeted? It's possible that the United States military brought this virus to Wuhan. Woohoo. <laughs> oh, I I'm sorry. That brought this virus to Wuhan. Woohoo. Okay. These comments according to a Voice of American news echoed a rumored conspiracy widely circulated in China that U.S. military personnel have brought the virus to China during their participation in the 2019 Military World Games in Wuhan last October. Huh? Wait, can we talk about, I didn't have it in my notes, but can we talk about the, um, the, the fake situation? Yeah. Okay. You keep talking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to it, and okay. we'll come back to it. So for China, as the Atlantic reported, this conspiracy theory and accompanying attempt to rename COVID 
they're trying to rename this COVID. The USA virus was a transparent geopolitical ploy, useful for domestic propaganda, but not widely believed internationally. So, so China, it's China not is the China to, virus anymore. It's the U.S. virus. Yeah. So the Chinese are trying to turn this around and call it the USA virus, but it's just not being bought out there in the world right now. And I guess that can lead us into event 201. Yes, that is what I Wait, was just talking about. Wait, let me say that again. Okay. Event 201. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was just talking about um, a second ago. So this is a, a quote from Intelligencer. Uh, it says, last October, two months before the coronavirus that causes COVID-19 emerged in central China, a group of public health experts gathered in New York City for a simulation. Now, this is true. This is all true. This happened. Their objective was to determine how industry, national governments, and international institutions could work together to respond to a hypothetical pandemic with potentially catastrophic consequences. Now, you can go to Google Event 201. Um, it'll tell you, like, it'll take you directly to the site. Uh, it's a global pandemic exercise. So this is directly from Event 201 scenario site. Um, it was put on by John Hopkins University. Yeah, because heaven, for, heaven forbid smart people aren't thinking about this in advance. Right. Okay. Um, this happened in October. And then two months later is when the virus emerged in China. Weird, weird coincidence. Um, this is their event scenario. Event 201 simulates an outbreak of a novel zoonotic coronavirus transmitted from bats to pigs to people that eventually becomes efficiently transmissible from person to person leading to a severe pandemic. Wow. That happened in October of 2019. That's prophetic. It is so prophetic. Okay. The pathogen and the disease it causes are modeled largely on SARS. This is a SARS coronavirus, mind you, that we're experiencing right now. But it is more transmissible in the community settling or and more transmissible in the community setting by people with mild symptoms. In this scenario, the fake scenario, the disease starts in pig farms in Brazil, not in China, slowly and quietly at first. But then it starts to spread more rapidly in healthcare settings. And when it starts to spread efficiently from person to person in the low-income, densely packed neighborhoods of some of the megacities in South America, <coughs> China, the epidemic explodes. It is first exported by air travel to Portugal, the United States, and China, and then to many other countries. Um, and though at first some countries are able to control it, it continues to spread and be reintroduced, and eventually no country can maintain control. There is no possibility of a vaccine being available in the first year. There is a fictional antiviral drug that can help the sick, but not significantly limit the spread of the disease. Um, and then during this, uh, since everybody is susceptible during the initial months, the cumulative number of cases increases exponentially, doubling every week, just like we've seen in real life. Um, and then the scenario ends at the 18-month point with 65 million deaths. Sounds very similar to Spanish flu. Um, and they have actually issued, Event 201 actually issued a statement in light of like their scenario essentially coming true exactly the way that they said. Um, and they basically said, uh, it's a weird coincidence. 
we didn't make a prediction. Like we're not. So is there is there a conspiracy theory tied to this? Yes, that event two hundred one was the planning for the unleashing of the actual coronavirus. Did you know that GMOs are to blame? I did not. I thought it was the bats and the pigs. Genetically modified crops have been a target of conspiracy theorists for many, many years. So it, it didn't take a lot of time mm-hmm. before this to jump to the, the GMOs being blamed for the early stages of the COVID pandemic. In early March, an Italian attorney. You got to say his name right. Francesco Bilate. No, Bilata, no, no. Francesco Bilotta. Penned an article <laughs> in a manifesto that falsely claimed or maybe actually claimed that genetically modified crops cause genetic pollution that allows viruses to pro- proliferate due to the resulting environmental imbalance. Anti-GMO acti- activists have also tried to blame modern agriculture, which, which is kind of strange since the known path of the virus into the human population didn't come from agriculture at all. No, as with Ebola, HIV, and many others, was through wildlife. Yeah. Yeah, it's bats, not coming through fruits and vegetables. Bats, birds. It's a zoonotic disease. Pig. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but so we should not. So I shouldn't be eating the square watermelon anymore. No. Okay. I, ironically, though, GMOs may be a part of the vaccine. Solution for this, along with what is it? What is it that they say goes into vaccines, monkey poop, and like all kinds of crazy stuff? Now, here's the one that's out there too COVID 19 doesn't really even exist. Oh, so what are all those people dying from then? They're not, they're not, according to professional conspiracy (laughs) theorists like uh, David Ike. And InfoWars Alex Jones, COVID-19 oh, COVID well. doesn't actually exist, but it's a plot by the global elite to take away our freedoms. I Use- mean, if Alex Jones says it, it must be true. They're using examples that hospital staff are being laid off. I guess they somehow forgot that non-essential surgeries and non-essential procedures have been canceled. So... There are people, yeah. yes, there are people who have been laid off and not working in the hospital. They've even dedicated sites and asked people to go out and photograph, like, laid off doctors and nurses. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, and a side note, we have a friend um, who is a doctor. He is completing his residency right now, um, and he has told us that they, a lot of hospitals um, are being very kind to the families with uh, children or um, elderly living in the home so that if you are one of those physicians or hospital workers who is living with a high-risk person, off, more often than not, they will allow you to be um, like laid off first so that you don't have to, if, if you choose to. like They're giving all the shifts to the people that don't have kids or anybody that's dangerous at home. Okay. The pandemic is being manipulated by the deep state. Of course it is. And we, we've covered the deep state before. Some believe that a deep state of America's elite is plotting to undermine the president. And get this, that Dr. Anthony Fauci, the face of the U.S. coronavirus pandemic that we see on TV practically every afternoon, is a secret member 
of the deep state. Fauci's expression of disbelief, and they, here's their evidence, Fauci's expression of disbelief when the deep state was mentioned during a press conference gave it away. They He's shocked that that anybody would he could, believe he couldn't control him he couldn't control himself he doesn't have a poker face no and mm. he he gave it away that when when they mentioned the deep state i guess there was a camera trained on him and he just had that look and so these people know and president trump it, wait let me get i cuz i get confused on this president trump is attempting to expose the deep state right he's not in the deep state he's trying to bring the deep state to light correct yeah, yeah. but fauci is a secret member of this. Oh. He, yeah, he's like a spy. So so when he gets fired, it's because the president found out that he is in the deep state? I don't know. Probably. We'll, we'll have to let this one play out. That's probably why he's going to get fired, because, he, the, because Donald Trump found out he's a member of the deep state. We kind of touched on this one with Bill Gates. COVID is a plot by Big Pharma. Mm-hmm. So... A lot of conspiracy theorists are promoters, and really what they're trying to do is they're just trying to sell their quack products, their snake oils. Alec Jones, between rants about hoaxes and the New World Order, has urged his viewers to buy expensive miracle pills that he claims can cure all known diseases. All known diseases. So whether you have cancer or ADHD, Alex Jones pills can fix it. Dr. Mercola, a quack anti-vax and anti-GMO medic who has been banned from Google due to peddling misinformation. How bad do you have to be to be? I mean, Facebook is Google. Facebook is one thing, but if you get banned from Google, that's pretty extensive. He claims that vitamins and numerous others, the products that he sells can cure or prevent COVID. Mm. Mm-hmm. Funny that you can only get them from him. Big Pharma though. Mm. Is he, is he big pharma? Uh, I thought Big Pharma was like Merck and those yeah. guys. Okay. Yeah, no, he's trying to combat Big Pharma. He's okay. offering an alternative to Big Pharma. Natural News, another conspiracy site, sells all manner of pills, potions, and prepper gear. These- oh, gosh. Those are my favorite memes. The people, the ones that are like teasing preppers about. It's hey. funny how the people that have been storing beans their whole lives are now the ones that are demanding that the hardware store be reopened. I, I bet you the preppers had plenty of toilet paper during those first couple weeks. Yeah, but now they're the ones that are like, I want my burger. These conspiracies depend on their market on getting people to believe that evidence-based, i.e. the conventional medicine, doesn't work and is a plot by big pharmaceutical companies just to make us ill so they can sell us the vaccine. I wonder With what... With Bill Gates that's yeah, producing this, pharma, this right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that a lot of people know this, but like I I just took a class on pharmaceuticals and some of the stuff that is in drugs is really... I was like, whoa, really? Um, like, did you know that uh, for thyroid, that um, most thyroid medicine is made from horse urine? No, I didn't know that. That's like the active ingredient in most thyroid medicine. Well, I hope my thyroid stays good. Horse urine. So it makes me wonder, what do the naturalistic people use in their um, well, natural my, pills? My grandmother used to swear that if you had an earache, you should pee in the ear or have someone pee in your ear. Maybe there's something to it. Maybe so. Big pharma conspiracies are... Like the granddaddy of all anti oh, yeah. anti vaxxer narratives, so it is hardly surprising to us that they have um, 
transmuted into the age of coronavirus. Yeah. Now. Oh, the anti-vaxxers aren't gonna aren't gonna let them inject. They're not. They're not taking the mandatory vaccine. Yeah. If, Government's not okay, gonna tell them we, what we to have, put in their body. We have made no secret. Most of the things, it's like you know what, live and let live. But uh, when it comes to the anti-vaxxers. You vaccinate your kids. Vaccinate your kids. Get Ugh. your own vaccinations. This is one of my soapbox. Yep. Theory or not theories, but soapbox points is and, vaccinate your kids. And like it or not, but big pharma is going to be the ones that develop a vaccine and get us out of this mess. So sorry, anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. It's just big pharma is going to be there. You can get sick. Have fun. Yep. Unless you're of the camp that. There is no COVID going on. It's all. Mm, yeah, all that's fake. true. Okay. So, how are these theories being spread? Just like all the other. Mm. Um, Quack. Yeah. The, the other conspiracy theories that we've talked about on some of our earlier episodes. Flat Earthers and Pizzagate and. Social media is being used to spread coronavirus related misinformation and even disinformation. So, like. The more people are using Facebook and a lot of the other social media platforms, the, these people have a platform and they put it out there. And not, it's not just Facebook and social media. It's no, but it's websites that are out there that it is really. Um, I from some a lot of the things that I saw, especially with the five G stuff, it is social media because there were examples of. An article started like in Finland and within 24 hours, um, it had, I mean, it was only up for like two or three hours and then it was taken down. But within those two or three hours, it had been transmitted to 17 other countries already. And then from those seven, it's just like the coronavirus itself. It transmits from 17 other countries to all these other countries and within 48 hours. Spreads like a virus. Right? Within 24, 48 hours, this one little thing that had been up for two or three hours is gone global and is now this huge, vast, international, false conspiracy. Okay. So now we're going to give you some do's and don'ts. And all these do's and don'ts are things that I've picked up off the internet. (laughs) So, like, we have all heard that heat will kill the virus. So a lot of people are thinking, and the scientists are saying, as summer comes along, Mm -hmm. the heat will slow this down be prepared for a possible uh, round two, just like we learned with the Spanish flu. In the fall. That that will come back with the fall. But the theory is, not the theory, that heat will kill the virus. So people, don't go using your blow dryers, your hair dryers, up your nose. Are people really doing that? Yes, they are. I mean, if you want to do it, go for it. There's no harm in it, I guess. No, no, don't try this at home. I, no, don't. Is it going to hurt you though if you blow? Yeah, dry- if you can burn your nose, your <sighs> I blow dry sense- my hair every day, and I've yeah, never- but you're not <laughs> you're not blow drying the inner linings of your nose where it's all sensitive. So don't do it. <laughs> okay. Eating garlic will not cure nor prevent getting COVID nineteen for it- whatever reason. People believe. That works on vampires. I was it just going to say vampires away. I was going to say it will help against a vampire attack, though. Yes, but don't. I mean, eat all the garlic you want to, but right. it's not. Oh, gonna, yeah. it's not going to cure or prevent COVID nineteen. Yes, let some Italian Americans write in and tell us you're hurting our business by encouraging people not to eat garlic. We love garlic. We encourage 
I use a lot garlic, of garlic when I cook. But it's not going to kill the virus. Yes. Don't use wipes like Clorox wipes on your skin. I... There's other products <laughs> that will do that. So don't take the Clorox wipe and wash, wash your face. I am guilty of this one. <laughs> And it's not because it's, it's simply because we carry a thing of Clorox wipes with us in the Jeep whenever we go somewhere. And so like we wipe down, um, like handles and stuff. Uh, and so there have been times when I couldn't find the hand sanitizer or whatever. So I just took out a Clorox wipe and just like wipe my hands off with a Clorox wipe, but I would never like wipe my face with it or anything. Okay. Kim, we're trying to tell people <laughs> what it not to do. It burns. I exactly. would, I would not recommend it. It burns. Especially it, don't it, do it to your kids. Yeah. It really dries out your skin. It's, it's not a pleasant sensation. That's why they make hand sanitizer. Gargling salt water and vinegar will not kill the virus. I have seen it may help with a sore throat. Yes. It may help with the symptom, symptom, but it is not going to kill the virus. So, Kim, tell me how now you have gargled with no, salt water and vinegar. No, I hate salt water. I hate salt water. And it's killed the virus in your throat. No, it hasn't. I hate salt water. I can't gargle anything. And I actually, this one, have I've seen people that I did not expect to share this, share this, believing that it is true. Yeah, well, we're going to get into the dangers of it here a little bit. It is not true. Wearing a mask, unless it is the N95, is not going to prevent you from getting the virus. The experts are saying you wear the mask so that when you cough, you don't spread these particles on someone else. It'll be contained inside your mask. Correct. And I'm going to take it a step further and say uh, if you... I'm trying to say this in a gentle way. If you work... If you're going to wear a mask, if you, put it over your mouth and your nose. Yeah, that too. But if you work in an environment where you have access to N95 masks, please do not take them because most of the N95 masks, at least the ones that the hospital workers use, are fitted for that person. Um, and so they're not going to be on average, much more effective than any other mask that you're going to get. They're not going to help you out right. in public yes. do anything. They, they're needed for the doctors who are exposed, the doctors and the nurses and the, right. the, the, the first-line medical people who are actually treating people with yeah. this. That, yeah. that is where they're needed. So yeah, and they're sized if you have a horde of them, take them down to the yeah. doctors, take them to the fire station. Yes, sometime. they're sized and fitted for individuals, not for the community as a whole. There is no need, don't wash your fruits and vegetables with soap. Okay, so I guess some people are doing this. If you do that, then all that toilet paper that you've been hoarding, <laughs> you may be needing it. It's more likely, okay, and I, I read the definition about non-porous. It is highly, rinse it off with water, rinse your fruit and vegetables, like with anything because there's fecal matter yeah. on your fruits and stuff like that. They're being picked from... Creatures, critters, and stuff like that. So go ahead, wash that off. But it is highly unlikely that the COVID virus is going to be passed right. through your fruit. Yeah. Wash it off. This seems like one of those warnings for people that don't eat a lot of fruit and vegetables, and now they're trying to avoid the quarantine 15 or the COVID-19 by eating healthier. Well, I remember watching on uh, the Johnny Carson show one time. They were talking about the that... Uh, strawberries 
and that oh, yeah. the parts per million of fecal matter <laughs> met the safety standards of you know like yeah. how many parts per million I met was this. was on this. And Johnny Carson just looked up and said, "Just exactly how much poop <laughs> is acceptable to be on your food right there?" Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway. wash your fruits, but don't use soap. Okay. So a test, if you have it, if you can hold your breath for more than 10 seconds, does not mean that you don't have the COVID. Right now, there's only one way, and that's to go get the nasal swab to find out if you have the COVID. So if you have all the symptoms, but you've heard or you've read, if I hold my breath for 10 seconds, that means I don't have the COVID. Now, this comes about because it's a respiratory thing and Mm -hmm. shortness of breath. Okay, with the COVID-19 that we're putting on right now, I can barely walk to the top of the steps right now. Right, I can't hold breath. my breath for 10 okay. seconds, and I don't think I have it. Green tea doesn't do anything either. Tastes good. It tastes good, but it is not going to do anything no. to prevent or cure the COVID virus. And for, my gosh, people, don't go injecting bleach or huff Lysol oh, to Lord. try to. or It's, it's not going to work. It's dangerous. It's not going to work. If you need something injected in your body, let the doctors do all the injecting. Snake oils, sorry, this is going to upset a few other people. Snake oils, essential oils, CBD oils are not going to prevent or cure the COVID. That being said, they might, essential oils or CBD oils, if you are a user of those things, a believer in those things, uh, several of these things actually that are on the list might help your symptoms. They can help the symptoms, but they're not but going they're to cure. Not, yeah, they're, they're, there is no cure. There is no treatment. And if you have a lot of anxiety over all this, maybe some CBD oils. Some lavender. Or something like that yeah. may calm you down. But yeah. it's not going to cure the COVID. Um, yeah. So, I mean, some of these things like gargling with salt water, that's never worked for me for a sore throat. But if it has for you, go for it. It it's, works for me. Does it? If yeah. it makes you feel better, great. Go ahead. Do it. But I mean, as long as it's something that you can do safely, but don't, don't assume that it's going to kill the virus because there is no way to kill the virus or cure the virus or even treat the virus right now. They can just treat symptoms and try to make you comfortable. Oh no. As soon as Tiger King 2 comes oh out, they're going to release the vaccine. After no, they made the as money soon as Bill that. Gates has built enough 5G towers, then yeah, he's that's, that's it. what it's going to be. Okay. Look, basically, right now, all we can do is wash your hands. With soap. Wash your hands, <laughs> cover your mouth and nose, and keep your distance. Thanks, Gary. Who's Gary? Gary? Gary knows who Gary is. That's okay. how he does all his posts right now. He signs off with that. Oh. Wash your hands, cover your mouth and nose, keep your distance. Okay. Thanks, Gary. And like I tell my kids, cough like a vampire. If you're going to sneeze or cough... Reach your arm around, bring your cloak around, and sneeze into your elbow or cough into your elbow like a vampire. Look, if you've got the symptoms and all you've got to do is look this up, do a little bit of research. If you get the symptoms, go to the doctor, go to the clinic, wherever it is, and get tested. And I don't think, I don't know, is this, I don't know if it's a state thing or a federal thing. Um, At least in Ohio, you don't have to have a doctor's note to get tested anymore. I don't know. I don't know if that's state or federal, but I know in Ohio you do not have well, to have a doctor. Well, they're note. getting enough tests and right. rapid tests and things like that to yes. find out if you do that. Okay, yeah. look. So conspiracy theories are fun. We can sit around, we talk about it. Kim and I laugh about it, but things like this they're dangerous mm-hmm. and, and they can be very dangerous. Like Kim mentioned earlier, 
in uh, England, they burnt down the tower that they thought was a 5G tower, and it was actually, what was it? It was a tower It was just that, a regular cell phone tower. It had nothing to do with 5G, but it was the communication tower for a COVID hospital. So yeah. it essentially cut off communication for that hospital. Yeah. So be careful with what you're doing. It's, you know, right right now we've seen COVID-19 with, with a lot of the nonsense. People have actually tried to treat with Lysol, oregano oil, or worse yet, gargling with... People have tried to gargle with bleach. Ugh. Maybe they diluted it. I just read this, that people were actually tried. Don't do that. It's it's These conspiracy theories can really be dangerous because, unfortunately, a lot of people don't have enough common sense <laughs> to think through this and think for themselves. So just don't yeah, do if, it. If you wouldn't drink bleach on a Thursday, don't drink bleach to cure corona. And all these conspiracy theories doing... It can confuse a situation. It adds a lot of confusion to an already uncertain situation. And these things just kind of multiply. Some people, certain groups, are suggesting that you don't need to worry about the virus at all. This is extremely haphazard and not a smart thing to do. I look yes. if you're if you're in that group, that crowd out there that just doesn't believe that this is happening. I, I, I don't even know what to say. I please, mean, please don't come anywhere near us. And the thing about this one is that it's so scary because uh, governors of certain states, Florida, believe that entire populations, like I heard somebody say that, oh, kids can't get the virus. Yeah, they can. The only person that I have known that has actually had coronavirus was a child. So. I, you hear it a lot with kids, but I think you're going to talk about some other, uh, oh, other and this, groups. This, but this mayor of Los, or not Los, Los, Las Vegas, Las Vegas use our city as a test bed. Okay, apparently this lady forgot that Las Vegas, people come from all over the world. They're going to get exposed, and then they're going to take it back and spread. I don't spread. consider myself an exceptionally smart person, but the mayor of Las Vegas makes me feel like freaking Albert Einstein. Yeah. Okay. He's just ridiculous. Okay, so there's there's Brandy Collins Dexter, campaign director at the Civil Rights Nonprofit Color of Change, has been seeing a bizarre idea circulating on Twitter and amongst people of her family. And there is a theory that's being spread out there that black people, so the theory goes, are completely immune to COVID nineteen. What? Okay, yeah, and that that's the theory. So someone has started this. And if you're African-American, black, how dangerous can this be? If you mm-hmm. think, if you hear this, if you read this, and you believe it, you think you're immune to it. Yeah, you're it, not. It's, tw- it's kind of similar to, um, at first, more men were getting it than women. And so they were saying, are women less susceptible? And then eventually the women caught up to the men. So. Twitter, Twitter has even taken action to block this account to stop spreading this theory because Good. it's so dangerous. But the the black community isn't the only group wrongly being told not to worry. Yemenite Jews have been told that they are immune from the virus. Again, there is absolutely no scientific backing to this, but they're being told. Again, folks, this is all about how 
Conspiracy theories can be dangerous crazy. to people. It is crazy the things that people will believe. FEMA has even created a coronavirus rumor control website, all just to dispel some of these conspiracy theories. They're headed like the United States is headed to martial law. We have a child in in uh, the guard, and I can assure you that he is not going to shoot at anybody. That's like the last thing he's handing out groceries. They're they're handing out food <laughs> to people that need it. You know. The Ohio National Guard is not. He doesn't want to shoot you any more than you want to be shot. He just wants to give you your corned beef and let, get you on your way. Others claim that the virus is a hoax, no more deadly than the common cold, but that officials are stoking the panic to undermine President Trump. There are people who are out there coughing on other people and licking things oh. and licking things. And I, I've seen pictures of people like licking urinals. And licking <gasps> toilets, oh. mirrors, and public restrooms to prove how tough they are that this is all a hoax and they just don't believe it. Oh, please don't lick a toilet. Yeah. Now, if you do go around and you're coughing on somebody or sneezing deliberately on somebody, you can be arrested for a terrorist act. Good, that's because that's Because you're gross. spreading fear, yeah. Some people uh, are blaming specific races, uh, which is causing attacks on people. Right. But it is happening out there. So, look, there are conspiracy theories that are out there that need to be investigated. Let's bring up, like, the first one that pops up into my mind. The JFK assassination is a good example. Okay. Okay, you know, like, there there are credible sources and information where this has been investigated that, you know, did, did Lee Harvey do this all by himself? Okay. Those are, those are decent conspiracy theories. Yeah. But stuff like this... It's comical. It's ridiculous. If it, people weren't getting hurt from it, it's comical. Uh, people are convinced it's an international plot. But, okay, is it a left-wing plot? Is it a right-wing plot? It's both. I mean, you look at all the, the conspiracy theories, yeah. and we've only had, we only have an hour, so we only got to touch the surface oh, yeah, on this. Oh, yeah, there's so, so many more out there. But people are, there are people who are convinced... That it is the 5G tower. There are people convinced that it is the GMOs. There are people convinced that it's Bill Gates. And they have their evidence, but they don't have evidence. They have... They have a, like a false narrative in their head. Yeah, they, they've dreamed this up. Maybe with all the time they're sitting there, they, they've <laughs> right. dreamed this up. Okay, look, have you ever tried to keep something a secret, something large? Yeah. You can't. It's it was hard. hard. Yeah, so that that is how I kind of base my conspiracy theory meter on mm. all this. Now, trust me, you couldn't have a conspiracy this large without somebody spilling the beans. One of my big pet peeves is when this all first started happening, it was the news. It was just factual news. It's this is this and that, and this is what happened today. Now it's it's turning political, and it's all about the politics and the blame game. Look, folks, this virus is new, and it's not been seen before. People just expect everyone to have all the answers and have the right answers all the time. It's not going to happen right now because as this is being researched, there's new information that comes out. So people just don't get upset and say, see, they don't know what they're talking about. No, they don't right now. A lot of things they do, but they have to do some research and figure this stuff. If if you're in that group right there that thinks 
that that is, that is what's happening. I challenge you guys to go out and tell us how this virus actually works and how to slow the spread and how to develop a vaccine. Amen. I also challenge you to do this based on scientific data and fact and not your gut feeling on what you have conjured up in your head. Preach. Okay. Yeah, well, I am. I told you I was going to rant a little bit <laughs> No, about you're this. good. Okay. We, want, we need to modify out the mantra from our, our mantra of do your research and educate yourself to, in this situation right here, use legitimate <laughs> and recognized sources to research and educate yourselves. Not everything on the internet is true. What? Okay? No, it's not, Kim. And I think, oh my gosh, okay. But some of the memes are pretty funny. They are. Yeah. And we would love to see them. If you have some coronavirus memes, please share them with us. Can I get down off my soapbox now? Please. Okay. That was a great, that was a great rant. Oh. That was a classic. I, I don't like to rant, but. That was a good one. On this one, it is. Okay. I just let and, you go. And, and I got other stuff out there, but I, you know, I'm not into offending people. And doing stuff like that. So I'm just going to let it ride right where it is. <laughs> that was a good rant. I approve. Okay. Um, if you have coronavirus memes, we would love to see them. Uh, you can find us um, on Facebook and Instagram at An Hour of Your Life. And you can find us on Twitter at A Lost Hour. And also that is our email address, alosthour at gmail.com. All right, Kim. Anything else that we need to talk about tonight? Uh, not tonight. Okay, we're we're getting this show out a little bit late because yes. Thank you for your patience. It has been finals week for me, um, so I've been working very diligently. I have a couple weeks off, uh, uh, but we have an announcement next week coming um, that I'm very excited about. So, yeah. so look, if you are listening to us internationally, send us an email. Yeah, we, we'd we love enjoy to hear from hearing you. all that. We have listeners literally all around the world and we enjoy hearing about what's going on so tell us what's going on if you're in ireland if you're in germany if you're in australia europe wherever you're listening to us from send us an email or or drop us a message and tell us what's going on because yeah let us it's know it's really really interesting to us what's yeah and going we'd on. love to know what you're doing in quarantine too we might do that on the beginning of next week's episode like just let us know some of the things that you guys are doing to keep busy and we'll Hey, we'll we we can even we can even show. work in through FaceTime or Messenger or something like that. Yeah, and uh, get you on the show because we'd love to hear what's going on. We love interviews. All right, all right. So, Kim, what? get it, get us out of here. You're supposed to say the thing about the studio. Oh, okay. So, from our <laughs> beautiful studio in Beaver Creek, Ohio. Thank you for spending an hour of your life with us. This week's sources include the CenterForHealthSecurity.org, Vox.com, Gizmodo.com, Wired.com, Business Insider, and the Alliance for Science at Cornell University. Thanks!